Welcome to the St. Edward's Podcast, a church filled with the Holy Spirit. We hope that today's words will draw you closer to Christ Jesus. We have a very uh, familiar narrative of the stories of Jesus, one of the stories of Jesus in our reading from the Gospel of Matthew today. The disciples, of course, are on a boat in the middle of the lake. There are waves, the wind is howling. It was in the dark of night, early in the morning. Jesus walks in the water to come to them. They thought he was a ghost. Jesus calls to them. And Peter answers the call. And actually gets out of the boat on the water to meet Jesus. And becomes distracted by the wind. And Jesus saves him from sinking. And then Jesus says this little beauty of a sentence. You of little faith, why did you doubt? I don't know about you, but I always feel for St. Peter here. He's the only disciple who gets out of the boat. He is walking on water, gets distracted, and just like that, you of little faith. What about all the other disciples who didn't even get out of the boat? At least Peter got out of the boat, right? Well, it was a lesson on faith. Faith is a powerful little word full of meaning, full of theological importance. In fact, faith is one of the most important words in our Christian belief, describing our way of life and our belief, our belief system. So today I want to focus on this little word, faith. It is important that we have a good theological understanding of its use, its purpose, and its power. The word faith refers to both intellectual belief and to relational trust. In the Bible, there does, there does not seem to be a distinction between these two, faith as belief and faith as trust. One idea is more mental, using one's psyche. The other is more active in relationship with someone else. True faith really consists of both what is believed and the personal commitment to a person who is trustworthy, reliable, able to save. When we use the word faith, in a biblical sense, we mean both the intellectual side and the relational side. It is by faith that we are made righteous before God. St. Paul is clear to point this out in the book of Romans. He looks back at Abraham from the book of Genesis. Abraham did not become righteous because of his good works, by offering sacrifices, nor by obeying some moral code. St. Paul writes, If in fact Abraham was justified by works, he had something to boast about, but not before God. What does Scripture say? Abraham believed God, and it was credited, credited to him as righteousness. He quotes from the Old Testament that Abraham was made righteous because of his faith. It is also by faith that we are made righteous. We are not righteous because we follow a, a moral code, nor because we do good works. We are made righteous because of God's gift. As it is written, For it is by grace you have been saved through faith. And this is not from yourselves. It is the gift of God, not by works so that no one can boast. You see, salvation is not about our efforts, but it's about something God does. We are not justified by what we do, but because of what God did. We are not made righteous because we work so hard at it, 
We are made righteous by faith. It's in God's hands. We, we leave it to God. The great author C.S. Lewis writes in Mere Christianity, The sense in which a Christian leaves it to God is that he puts all his trust in Christ. Trust that Christ will somehow share with him the perfect human obedience which he carried out from his birth to his crucifixion. That Christ will make the man more like himself and in a sense make good his deficiencies. And even this faith, this faith that makes us righteous, that justifies us, that makes a way for the saving grace of God, this very faith is a gift from God. Faith is a gift from God. This is made clear in the scripture. St. Peter wrote in his second epistle, he says, Simon Peter, a servant and apostle of Jesus Christ, to those who through the righteousness of God and Savior Jesus Christ have received of faith as precious as ours. St. Paul writes in his letter to the church in Philippi, he says, for it has been granted to you on behalf of Christ, not only to believe in him, but also to suffer for him. It has been granted to us a faith. St. Luke writes in the Acts of the Apostles regarding the healing of a lame person. He says, it is Jesus' name and the faith that comes through him that has completely healed him, as you can all see. So faith is a gift. Grace is a gift. We are saved by God's gift of grace, by God's gift of faith, by the faithfulness of God. So we live by faith, ever more faithful because God is faithful. Faith, it's a small word, but it sure has big meaning. And it shapes the way we live. When trouble comes our way, we live by faith. When our world seems to be falling apart, we continue to live faithfully. Even when we are the cause of the trouble and the difficulty. Although we hope and do things to make things right, we still rest in the faithfulness of God to reconcile us and the people around us. Faith is living in the reality of a God-soaked world when the rest of the world doesn't see it. Dr. Pamela Reeve wrote, Faith is engaging in the deepest joy of heaven. Knowing his unfathomable love for me as I walk through the thorny, desolate now. I was talking to Beth Crandall this week, one of our parishioners who moved up to New England a while back. And we were reflecting on the church preschool. You see, Beth and, and others were instrumental in rebranding and reviving our school back in 2015 and 2016 just as I arrived in the summer of 2016 to be the priest here at St. Edward's. The school was, was getting a, a new license and approved to be a VPK program. The church hired a new director and a new teacher, and all we needed at the time was students. We were ready, and a few came. We started the preschool that fall with just five students. Five students. You know, it's hard to pay two teacher salaries with only five students. That's not easy to do. But it was a start. And Beth mentioned in my phone call with her, remembering this time as, as we were talking, she said, we took a step of faith. And it really was. 
The school grew from there, survived a shutdown due to the pandemic, and now it is thriving as it opened up just last Thursday with 56 students to start the week. But it took grit, it took perseverance, it took faithfulness to the mission, it took faith. The church and the vestry had to take a step of faith. It cost faithful to the mission that began so long ago. You know, this doesn't mean there won't be trying times in the future for the church and for the school. And likewise, just because you are a person of faith doesn't mean there, that there aren't going to be any challenges, dangers, or hardships in life. But it does mean that we continue to walk in faith, walking faithfully as God leads us into the future. And this is why the walk of a Christian, the life of a Christian is often called a faith journey or a walk of faith. Just like St. Peter, we are called to get out of the boat, take those steps. But instead of just focusing on the wind around us, the turmoil of the world, of society, we keep our eyes fixed on Jesus. We keep our path toward Him. We let our actions speak the ways of Jesus. We season our words with the compassion of the gospel. If you have a situation in your life, it all seems to be going the wrong way. It seems as Thank you for joining us in this conversation today. We will continue to pray that our teachings are impacting you for the kingdom of God. If you'd like to learn more about our community, you can find us on stedwardsepiscopal.com or on Facebook. And of course, we'd love for you to visit us in beautiful Mount Dora. May God's grace fill you as you go in peace.